Hello, 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 my friends, hello. My name is Alex and welcome to another Chatterbug stream, my friends. Hello, everybody. I hope you're all really well. I'm doing great and I'm happy to be here and doing another stream for you. We have a few people already in the chat. We have Beheshte right there. Hello, hello. Let's see what today's super, super, super fun stream is about. Oh, because we're going to talk about my second part of my vacation. I already talked about part one when I went to Iceland, Iceland, the beautiful country of Iceland. And I did a whole stream about it. We asked each other questions about this and we found out beautiful, wonderful things about the magical land of Iceland. So today, it's part two because I didn't just go to Iceland. I also went to another country and specifically started in another city. I will show you a bunch of pictures and give you some clues and then I will have you guess the city that I travel to. And Sergo is also joining us in the chat. Hi, it is good to see you. And Marlene is here 2021 and Carisra, everybody is Hopping on the chat, we got Chris from France. Let's get started. So, the city has a large harbor. You can take ferries to some very wonderful vacation places like Nantucket and Cape Cod, for example. And then the city is home to Harvard University, Harvard as they like to say there, Harvard. And before I actually show you another clue, here's a fun fact about Harvard. So the John Harvard station or the statue of three lies, the John Harvard statue or the statue of three lies, you can see the statue here. It's in Harvard. And why is it called the Statue of Three Lies? Because it states that John Harvard was the founder, but he was actually the first benefactor. It also states that it was founded in 1638, but it was actually founded in 1636. And it says, well, it says it's a statue of John Harvard, but it actually isn't. It is a statue of a random student model used by the sculptor. Just a quick fun fact about Harvard, Harvard University. And more clues for you right here. Then there is Faneuil Hall, this area you will find down by the water, by the waterfront. Three historic market buildings and a promenade have been turned into an attraction with many stores and restaurants. Pretty touristy, but still super fun to visit. Super fun to visit. And we have more people in the chat. We got Yas and Busy Chrissy and Nedan and Lasina and Ami and Elfriede and Ilbran Jasso and MD Jawad. We have so many people here. Hello to everybody. Next clue, next clue. The T, the T. So the transportation system in this city is called simply the T, the T. The city also 
the subway system of the city was the very first in the United States, in the United States. And then I got one more clue for you, of course, Fenway Park. Fenway Park, it is the oldest active ballpark in Major League Baseball, in Major League Baseball. So now, you lovely, lovely, lovely people, what city did Alex travel to? What city did I travel to on my second part of my vacation a few weeks ago? I'm so excited to see if you were able to guess from the clues that I gave you. I am curious to see your answers. Very, very exciting. Hmm. Where did I go? Where did I go? Very exciting. Ooh, La Lula, that is part of the city, that is part of the city. La Lula is saying Cambridge, and that is part of this city that I went to. And no, I'm not talking about England, I am talking, and so many of you got this right, I went to Boston. I went to Boston, and Cambridge is part of Boston, that's what Harvard is. I went to the beautiful city of Boston. And if you have any questions, just drop me a question in the chat. Hopefully I can answer it. Anything you want to know, or anything that you don't understand, let me know and we can hopefully get to the questions. So I have another question for you already. Which baseball team has its home in Fenway Park? I was just showing you that the ballpark is one of the clues. It is the oldest ballpark in MLB history, in Major League Baseball, in the United States. That's why it's also fairly small. It actually doesn't fit that many people. And they had to build like a green wall in order to be able to do a home run. I mean, it was just like, it's very tight and in the city, kind of in the city center. Uh, of course, I should have guessed that you know your baseball. You know your baseball. So many of you got it right. So many of you are confusing it with LA though, because nope, there is, the Dodgers are not in Boston. It's the Boston Red Sox. The Boston Red Sox are the only MLB team in Boston. And they are very famous and they have Red Sox on their jerseys and it's really fun to watch a ball game. We're gonna move on because we're gonna go from small to bigger. We're gonna go from small to bigger. Hmm, curious to know if you know what state, which state is Boston in? I'm so curious to find out. And if you don't know, just guess. Guessing is always fun. We also have a question Is uh, to me that there is lots of pe people from native English country. Eh, MD Jawad, I'm not sure I understand your question. I'm not sure. Are you wondering if there's a lot of English people, like from the country of England, in Boston? 
Maybe you can rewrite your question. I'm not sure if your Boston is in the United States. I'm not quite sure if I understand your question, but please write it again so this way I can answer you properly. Two thumbs up. Wonderful. Yes, Boston is in the state of Massachusetts. Massachusetts, very odd spelling, very odd pronunciation. It is in the state of Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Oh yeah, Ami, exactly. Easy to confuse Cambridge UK and Cambridge USA because Cambridge is a proper town, obviously with the Cambridge University in England. And then we have Cambridge, which is part of Boston in the United States in Massachusetts which you all got really, really right that Boston is in Massachusetts. We're talking about states a little further because I didn't just spend time in Massachusetts. So I'm wondering if you know what another name there is for these six states. We got Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. And there's a very specific name that these six states are called. They have their own name, their own name. Very unique, because it's the only group of states that has a name attached to them. That has nothing to do, and I might give something away here, that has nothing to do with geography. So it's the only cluster of states that has a group name that has nothing to do with geography. And I see you're on the absolutely on the right track, the absolute right track. It's the word, of course, the, the name I'm looking for is New England, New England. And it is the only cluster of states that has a name not connected to geography. Because you talk about, you know, the West or the South or the Pacific Northwest, but that doesn't, Pacific Northwest includes Canada. So it doesn't really, nobody, when you say the West, it could be Los Angeles, it could be California, but it could be Arizona. There's not a cluster of states that has those, those, uh, a name, right? So that's not connected to geography. So New England, New England. So, so it's the only group, right? The only group of states with a very unique name that is not defined by geography. And where does the name come from? In, 19, in 1620, the pilgrims arrived on the Mayflower and established Plymouth Colony. So they supposedly landed at Plymouth Rock in, Mass in what is now Massachusetts and beginning the history of permanent European coloni col colonization, right? And in 1616, English explorer John Smith already had named the region New England, New England. So he wasn't very inventive about this. He came from England, so he just called this New England. But this is how we get the name. This is how we get the name, New England. So many things to do in New England, so many places to go. And I was talking about how they're quite small and they're quite, quite a cluster of states. So how many states do you think I drove through in two hours? How many states 
can you drive through in two hours when you go north from Boston? Including Massachusetts. So count that as well. You're starting in Massachusetts. How many states do you, are you able to drive through within two hours? I'm curious, curious to see. What do you think? What do you think? Ooh. You know, all of you are not totally wrong what you could do in two hours, but I drove through three states, as you can see, three states. You could definitely, in one day, drive through all six of them. No problem at all. It would, wouldn't take you that long. It really wouldn't. It's kind of crazy that you can do that. And just to show you, this is a bad picture, but so basically, <laughs> I started in Massachusetts. As you can see, Massachusetts welcomes you. This is on the way back, but it's the only picture that I had. So I started in Massachusetts and then drove through New Hampshire, drove through New Hampshire and take a note of their crazy motto, state motto, live free or die. It's always a little creepy to me, live free or die. That's New Hampshire. And then, I went to Maine and I did all of this in two hours. Maine has a much nicer motto than New Hampshire, the way life should be. It's just so lovely. But yeah, you can drive a bit through each of the six states in one day, definitely. You could never do that in the West or in the South. It would take you much longer, much longer. Oh. And of course, I was just there during the summer month, right? During the summer. So what do you think? What do you think New England summers are like? What do you think they're like when it comes to the weather? I'm curious to see your guesses or maybe even you know. Oh, and we have a few more people who joined us. We had, oh, Chris Vega joined us. And uh, Ami, bienvenue in French. I'm not quite understanding your question with that, but it is French. Yes, it definitely is French. I don't know where that was or where you saw that. That is definitely French. Ooh, I wish your guess was right. I wish your guess was right when it comes to the summer. So it is hot and humid, like it's so humid. The temperature might be 36 Celsius and then it feels like 42 just because of humidity. It is excruciating you humid. It's my least favorite thing about spending time there in the summer. And the New England states are even worse than New York City where I lived for a long time. New York City is already hot and humid, but New England takes it a, a step further. It is so humid, so humid. Wow, so humid. Oh. Well, now that I already told you my least favorite thing though, for the end of this stream, I will do a countdown of my three favorite things. Besides, of course, spending time with my family. That's why I was there. My three favorite things of being in New England, of being in Boston. So this is Portland, Maine. You see the beautiful lighthouse there. So being by the water, being by the water is definitely my number three, my number three is being by the water. Oh, <laughs> Amistad is saying the welcome sign from New Hampshire. Oh, live 
free or die. That's, um, let me see, live free or die. New Hampshire motto. I'm going to write it here for you. Live free or die. That's New Hampshire for you. So yeah, my number three is just being by the water and you have a beautiful, you know, Maine has a beautiful coastline and you're right by the water and it's absolutely gorgeous. And my number two, my number two, let me see why. Here we go. My number two, can you guess my favorite food when I'm in, the, in New England? Can you guess my favorite food? That's my second favorite thing. And then my number one, of course, is still coming up. My number one is still coming up. Can you guess my favorite food? The thing I try to eat as much as I can when I'm there. Oh, I'm so excited every time I'm there and I miss it here dearly. I miss it here dearly. And ooh, you know me too well, everybody. I can't believe you're getting this one right. This is amazing. This is so great. Ah, oysters, oysters, it's my favorite food and they're so fresh in New England and they're so affordable, they don't cost a lot and they are delicious and you can eat them in lots of places and I love, love, love them. It is the number one food that I miss here in Berlin since moving to Berlin. It is the number one food that I miss. You can get oysters here but there are very expensive and also not, you can't get them at a lot of places. You can't get them at a lot of places, but I love, love, love them. And I ate so many, so many. And I love them raw. I don't like them cooked. So I just eat them raw from the half shell. Oysters on the half shell. Delicious. And then my absolute favorite thing when I'm in New England, when I'm in Boston, is to watch the hummingbirds. I hope you can see this little hummingbird. It was hard to take a picture because they're very, very, very fast. Every morning I spend at least an hour hanging out with the hummingbirds. They are one of my favorite, favorite animals. I love them dearly. I love them dearly. And Ami is saying oysters in Germany are so expensive and that's so true. They're very, very expensive. Oh, that's why I don't eat them here really. I only have them once. Lots of, lots of money. Ooh. But yeah, hummingbirds. And I'm actually going to leave you with this beautiful gif, this beautiful hummingbird gif and some fun facts about hummingbirds. You can find hummingbirds in the Americas. They're native from the Americas all the way from Alaska in the north to Tierra del Fuego in the south of the Americas. They are also the only bird that can fly like a helicopter up, down, sideways, front and back. They can fly backwards. They're pretty incredible. They're super fun to watch. It's my favorite thing to do when I'm in Boston and in the New England area, just to sit and watch the hummingbirds eat. And it is really, really enjoyable. And Ami, exactly, colibri in Germany. I think they're called colibri in a lot of languages. Hummingbirds, colibri, so great. 
And of course, since we're at the end of the stream, I will, as always, leave you with a little special discount. If you want to check out our lessons, our Chatterbug lessons, use my discount to try one-on-one -on -one tutoring and enjoy the hummingbird for another second, for another few seconds while I say goodbye to you for today. This is it from me to you for now until we see each other again in another stream. Thank you all for watching. Bye.